Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Akrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical and manifest the business of your dreams. If you want to learn how to combine the woo and the work ethic, strategy and manifestation, stay tuned. This is for you. So you've probably heard about Mercury being in retrograde at some point in time during the year, and this actually happens multiple times during the year. But Mercury is not the only planet that can go into retrograde or that its movement is going to affect us because we're all on Earth, we're all part of the solar system, and all of the planets are basically affecting us all of the time. And if that sounds really overwhelming for you, I totally get it. And I also have the perfect solution for you. So if you've been here for a while, you know that I love the Magic of Eye Astrology Planners. They are honestly the most beautiful planners I have ever seen. And if you go over to my Instagram feed, you will see them for yourself. They just look stunning. And this year they have released a whole bunch of new colors. I just picked up one in a beautiful moss green because I am loving green at the moment. And so basically what you're going to get when you get a Magic of Eye planner is not just a planner for the year that's also going to help you plan your week. It also comes with like optimum time life guides. So what this is, is they've broken down the astrological transits of every single day of the entire year, and they tell you what's the best use of your energy for each day. They also mention when Mercury is in retrograde, so you can make sure you're not buying any electronics or making any hasty decisions with your communication during that time. But it also through each month and through each astrological season is going to help you learn how to harness that energy of the what's going on with the planets, of what's going on with the stars, so that you can be really using that energy to your best advantage. And if you're new to astrology, basically the way I would break it down is like imagine having a weather forecast that was actually accurate for the rest of the year. So you know like, okay, this week it might be a little bit more challenging for communication. Maybe I'll plan to have those important conversations at a different time of year. And it's also a really incredible manifestation and goal setting guide because it gives you space to write down your monthly goals, your intentions, your actionable steps to get there. And it's just a really overall incredible astrology learning tool for beginners. So if all of that sounds good to you and you know you want to get your hands on one, as well as they also have amazing matching planners and other like moon phase calendars. And with the code Kim Acrig, that will save you 10% off everything on their website and you they make amazing gifts as well like if someone gave this to me I would be so excited so yeah head on over to their website which is magicofi.com the link is in the show notes if you're like out driving right now and you can't write that down but yeah the code is Kim Acrig and I can't wait for you to get your hands on these Hello everyone. I hope your day is going so good. Um, I just want to start the episode by saying that the neighbors downstairs seem to be building something. So if you hear some noise in the background, um, just know that that's them probably. Um, It seems to be on and off. So we're going to record this. We're going to see how it goes. Hopefully it's going to work. So today we're talking about how to stop worrying about being judged. And I really feel like this topic is 
more important than ever because we live our lives in such a more visible way than we like ever have before any period in history like anyone can create a social media account and start posting things and like the whole world can potentially find whatever you're posting and what you're looking or looking and can be looking at you basically so that can be a little intimidating and if you are running your business and maybe you've been doing it for a while and maybe something happened where someone said something bad about you online or maybe there was like a video that went viral and all of a sudden you're getting all these crazy comments and it can feel really overwhelming and i totally get it like it it can feel overwhelming to have all of these people thinking about you or you can be wanting to do something in your business but you're like oh my god like what are people gonna think like it can get to just be like this big spiral and it can be a lot. So I think as humans, it's really, it's natural. Like I really want to normalize this. Like it's normal for us to care about what other people think. I think there's kind of like this attitude in society it's where it's like, you just shouldn't give a fuck. Like who cares what other people think? And it's like, yeah, that would be nice, but let's be real. Like that's not going to happen. We're human. We care about what other people think about us and that's okay. Like, I'm not saying that you have to never care what anyone thinks about you ever again. That's kind of like an unrealistic goal to have. And maybe if you were like that, you might be like a psychopath or something. Like, I think we need to normalize, like, yes, we are going to care about what other people think, but it's like the way that we handle this and the way that we, and the opinions that we take on board are what's going to determine whether we're happy or not. And so like, really like we need each other for survival. We work, we are like herd animals, basically. Like we need other people to survive. And like, if we think that other people like, like and approve of us, maybe our life is going to be a little bit easier because people are going to want to work with us and like all of the things. So like, I just want to really normalize that. Like, we're not saying like, you're a bad person. If you care what other people think, like this is a super normal part of life. But what if like, you feel like this fear of other people judging you is like so intense that it's holding you back from doing what you really want or like going in the direction that you really want, or you feel like you're really getting pulled by other people's opinions. So the thing that I really want you to consider is like you're only really afraid of others judging you in a negative way because you're scared that they're right. And like, there's this thing that is like, like I have brown eyes, for example. And if somebody told me like, you have the ugliest blue eyes that I have ever seen, I would be like, okay, whatever. Like I don't have blue eyes. So like you're the weirdo, not me. And it's like, I don't take it on board because I know that it's not true about me. And it's the same when people are judging us or we perceive that they're judging us. We're, we're afraid of the potential judgment that they might um, give us. It's like, we're afraid they're right. We're afraid that what they are saying is true. Maybe we can't do this. Maybe this is the wrong thing to do. Maybe this is the wrong product. Maybe like, somebody won't like it. And the thing is, is if you know that what you're doing is completely right for you, it's in alignment with your values, you're following your intuition on it, you're able to filter this noise out because you know it's not true. Like other people can say what they want to say, but you ultimately know that that thing isn't true. So 
it's not going to bother you. <laughs> and sometimes maybe this sounds a little bit like easier said than done, but like this is really where like doing that inner work um, comes in because if you have this like deep seated belief in yourself that like you're worthy, you're valuable, like you're doing your best, like how you're showing up, it's enough, like you're enough, then you're going to be a whole lot less swayed by like somebody leaving you some kind of a comment. Or I think the thing that we often do is we make ourselves miserable by imagining what other people are going to say to us about us doing something. And like, I think this is like a very, it's a very automatic thing. Like sometimes we imagine going and doing something and straight away we imagine like what certain people in our lives maybe are going to say about us doing that thing. But when we do that, like we're really giving our power away to other people when ultimately it probably isn't going to affect them. Like we kind of end up pandering to the judgment of like what we think that someone else is going to think about us so that we can avoid being judged in this way. But the thing is, is it's impossible to avoid judgment. Like you will be judged for doing things. You'll be judged for not doing things. So if you're constantly kind of on the defense, trying to avoid anyone judging you for anything, it's going to make it really hard to make the moves that you want to make because you're just going to be playing on the offense and you're not going to be listening to like that inner guidance and you're not going to be doing the things that you want to do when ultimately it's like you're the only person who's really probably going to be affected by it and so it's like we have to stop giving that power to other people to control our actions like we need to take this back and be like okay like like other people might judge me and that's okay that's part of life it's not the be all end all i'm not going to die from it it's going to be okay and i think that's one of the things that is really interesting about this day and age is like we are technically for the most part most of us i guess depending where you are in the world are in relatively like safe situations and that fear of that judgment it's like your body reacts to it in the same way as if it was like something for like a threat to your survival like it's like that fight or flight really kicks in and so the way that we can manage to do this is like doing the work to regulate our nervous system like having really solid daily practices whether that's like breath work or meditation or like eft tapping or like listening to your hypnosis recording to really like lock in those beliefs like when you do the work to make sure that your nervous system is taken care of and you can get yourself to a place where you feel like resourced and resilient you're going to be able to weather that storm a whole lot easier than if you were just like reacting from a state of like that survival place so like I feel like this is so under talked about in the entrepreneurial space, but it's like everybody's always being like, you have to do this, you have to take action, you have to do the follow this step, this strategy or this plan or whatever. But I'm like, that's not going to happen unless you create a sense of safety in your nervous system and you create a belief system that like supports what you want to do. Like, I feel like so many people they end up going into freeze and they just don't do anything and they're like I feel like I can't and so it's like well expecting someone to do something from that space is kind of impossible like you you can't you're in survival mode so it's like figuring out how can I start to do the work so that I create a nervous system that can handle the things that life is going to throw at me and how I can deal with it and be like hey look like I'm not being chased by a lion this is just somebody writing in a comment and we're going to talk a little bit more about this in the next points, but it's like, how can you get yourself to that place of like safety 
and resiliency. So you're going to be a whole lot less swayed and you're going to see it as a whole lot less threatening if other people are judging you or you think they're going to be judging you online. And the next one is in psychology, we talk about making like upward and downward comparisons to each other. So upward comparisons are like when you are comparing yourself to someone who's like, quote unquote, better than you, more skilled than you, more successful than you, more talented than you. And often these make people feel bad about themselves. And I really think like, this is kind of a little bit of a tangent, but I've been thinking a lot about like, why are people so horrible to each other online? And so I've been trying to like dig through the research and try and come up with some answers. Like, I'm like, why are people so horrible to each other online? They say things that they would never say in person. And like, what's behind that? And some of the research I found was sort of talking about like, well, a lot of the time when we're online and we're seeing like, say these influencers who have way more money than us, maybe they're more attractive, they have like a, a what appears to be a really successful career, like they have all this stuff sent to them, that makes me feel bad about myself. And it's uncomfortable to feel bad about yourself. So the easiest thing to do is to like hop into that comment section and start making like really like disparaging or rude comments to that person. And I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense to me because it's like, we don't want to have to deal with the discomfort of like taking a cold, hard look at ourselves. And it makes us feel less than that's like that upward comparison. You're comparing yourself to someone who's like, quote unquote, better than you. No one is better than anyone, but I'm just saying it for the sake of like the ease of explanation. Um, and I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I think a lot of people are operating from a very like lack of self-awareness, like low self-esteem place. And if you see someone who's really like shining that light on how bad you feel about yourself, you want to spread a little bit of that badness because misery loves company. So I think that's something that's really worth noting. If the idea of someone like commenting something bad on your post or whatever is really making you feel that way. It's really like, I know we always say like, oh, it says more about them than it does about you. But this kind of explains like why they're doing that. And you're able to sort of see it for what it is. And it does not excuse their behavior. I'm not saying it makes it right. I'm not saying it's okay for people to do this. But I think sometimes when we can have that understanding and we realize that this is not personal, like it might feel personal, it might really feel like, this person is attacking me. <laughs> but the thing is, is it probably doesn't have anything to do with you. And you're just kind of like an quote unquote, like anonymous person that they can take it out on and there's no repercussions. So that's always worth keeping in mind. And but the thing is, is like, you don't have to let upward comparisons make you feel bad, you can use them to inspire you. And this is something in my second year, we had to write I had to write like an essay about materialism and how like I was going to propose that we would solve materialism, which is like an insane topic. When I think about it for a second year, like as a uni student, like I'm like, how do you solve materialism? You can't. But that was one of the things that really came up in my research was that upward comparisons don't have to make you feel bad about yourself like you really have the power to use them to inspire you. You can use them as an example. You can use them. I actually go out of my way to find examples of people who have the success that like I want to create for myself because this shows your mind that it's possible. And like, of course, it's very hard for your mind to picture that 
you can have something that doesn't exist. Like, and I think it's really helpful for your subconscious to see lots of examples and really normalize like other people have this, I can have it too. Like, oh, this person has this, this person is kind of similar to me. I wonder like if they can do it, like how can I do it as well? And we have like what's called mirror neurons, which basically it's almost like a subconscious process that because we see other people doing something a certain way, we start doing that thing too. And you can use this in a really positive way because it's one of those ways that helps make like learning innate, like how we're able to learn from each other, especially earlier on in life when it's like you're learning so much from like what you see in the people around you. So I think it's like we can use this to our advantage, like go out there looking for people who have the thing that you want and just keep showing your mind this is possible, like this is normal. Other people do this. It's not like this unheard of thing that I want. It's like other people have it as well. So we don't have to make ourselves feel bad for looking at people who are quote unquote better than us. Like we can use that to be inspired and to be like, hey, like she did that, I can do it as well. Like there has to be a way, I just have to figure it out. And so then the next thing is downward comparisons. Um, downward comparisons are obviously the opposite. <laughs> it's like where you compare yourself to people that you, I hate this terminology, but I can't think of a better way of like saying it in a quick way. You're just comparing yourself to people you don't think are as good as you or people who are worse off. And um, we kind of do this and it makes ourselves, it makes us feel good about ourselves because we're like, well, at least I'm not as bad as that person. Like, It sounds horrible, but like we all do it. You can't help it. You're human. You're probably going to do this at some point in your life. It's just how we're wired. And it's okay. We don't need to make ourselves bad or wrong, but we also don't need to like stay in that place. Or maybe we don't need to tell the people those things or it is what it is. But basically we make the downward comparisons of ourselves because we don't feel threatened by those people. Like we don't feel threatened by the people that are like, quote unquote, worse off than we are. So it's kind of like the opposite of like when people are comparing themselves to people online and it makes them feel uncomfortable, like they kind of almost want to put themselves in the higher position so that they can like shit on the person, quote unquote, below them. So yeah, just keeping that in mind, I think we really could all cultivate like the ability to be inspired by people who are doing what we want to do. And that's just going to make us so much happier than like trying to bring them down to our level because that ultimately doesn't serve anyone. So the third thing to keep in mind is like, you really ultimately cannot control the judgments other people are going to make. doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter like how perfect you try and be. There is always going to be someone who does not like what you're doing. And I think that that's really freeing because sometimes I look in like the comment sections of like some of the YouTubers that I watch and I look at what people are saying. And on one hand, you have people who are like, hating hardcore they absolutely cannot stand anything this person is doing which begs the question why are you watching the video like um but then also you have people who are like oh my god i absolutely love this we're looking at the exact same thing and you're getting like such a wide range of reactions and i think that really just shows us that it's like it doesn't matter what you do there will be someone who hates it and there will be someone who loves it so what are you going to do? There's no way to get out of this. So you might as well just, you, there, it's impossible to please everyone. You can't do it. 
it's impossible. So why would you try and pursue something that's like an impossible goal? Instead, I would use this as being like, hey, like it actually doesn't matter what I do. There will always be someone who likes it and there will always be someone who doesn't like it. And if I spend my whole life trying to make the people who don't like me, like me, what about the people who already do like me? Like, why don't I just focus on like, hey, there's actually other people out there who they do like what I'm doing and they maybe they love it. And so like, why are you trying to convert the people who are not into what you're doing and they're maybe never gonna be into what you're doing? Like instead just focus more on serving the people who are into what you're doing it just makes everything easier for everyone. No one is right. No one is wrong. We live in such a world of duality that always wants to put things into like a good or a bad. And it's like, what if we just decided to take ourselves out of that duality and be like, it is what it is. Some people will like it. Some people won't. And I'm going to focus on helping the people that will like it. So the fourth point is that like, whether you do something or whether you don't do something, you're going to be judged for it either way. If you go on to create a multi-million dollar business, someone is going to judge you for that. Someone's going to be like, you should give all your money away. I can't believe you're being so greedy and stockpiling all this money. And then on the flip side, if you decided to just like live in your parents' basement for the rest of your life and do absolutely nothing, there's going to be people who will judge you for that as well. So it's like, it doesn't matter what you do someone will judge you for doing it. <laughs> like It's just part of being alive. It's going to happen. But the thing is, is you might as well get judged for doing something that you want to be doing because those people at the end of the day are not living your life. They're not inside your body. They're not inside your head. Only you can be there. Only you can be in your body. Only you can live your life. And even like the people closest to you, like say like your partner or your kids or your family, even though they're living their lives right next to you, they're still not living their life inside of you. Only you can do that. So I think it's really important to think about like, am I going to try and make all of these other people happy? Or am I going to try and make myself happy? And know that it's like, sometimes you just have to be the person who's trying to make the choices that you think are going to make you happy. Because at the end of the day, you're all that you're going to be left with. Unfortunately, everyone dies at some point. And so it's like at the end of the day, you're just going to be left with yourself. So you might as well do things that you're going to feel good about because you're going to have to live with those choices. Those, yeah, those choices ultimately. So I really think it's like, yes, it can feel challenging. Yes, it can feel hard. Yes, it can feel scary. But the thing is, is like you can do things that are hard and challenging and scary. Like you can do it. And I know it feels uncomfortable. But the thing is, is like you can deal with uncomfortable feelings. We really as a society, we we try and numb the pain or numb our feelings in so many ways. And I think it's really to our detriment because if we just like if you sit with an uncomfortable feeling, what you will learn is that feeling will eventually dissipate. Those feelings don't last forever. So instead of trying to do everything we can to run away from the discomfort of feeling anything unpleasant, I think this is really like one of those times where it's like, if we can learn to lean in and not let that discomfort be the thing that we're constantly running from, you become so powerful because then you're not being held back in fear or by those emotions. Like the next time you start feeling those feelings, I really think like this is the time to lean in and maybe it's going to feel scary and maybe it's going to feel overwhelming. Maybe it's going to feel like if you start feeling that feeling, you're never going to stop feeling it. 
but I'm here to tell you that you will. No, no feeling lasts forever. And the more you try and resist them, the more they just try and make themselves louder so that they can be felt. So the next time those feelings come up, I really encourage you, like wherever you are, just sit there and like feel the feeling. Um, this is one of the things that I think has, for me personally, been like a really big missing piece in all of the like programming and healing that I was trying to do because like I am like a very mental person. Like I can really, um, I would say that I'm quite self-aware and I can usually like get to a mental understanding of why I have the issues that I have. And that can be helpful, like that insight, definitely, especially if you're maybe like lacking a bit of self-awareness or you're kind of new to sort of digging into like really addressing this kind of way of thinking, um, it can be helpful. But the other missing piece that I realized that I was completely missing out on was connecting those feelings into my body. And I would be able to spout out a whole like novel as to like why I was the way I was. But would I want to feel those feelings in my body? Absolutely not. Scariest thing in the world to me. And so like, I think it was probably at the beginning of last year that I really realized I was like, I have done so much work figuring things out in my head. But the thing that I haven't done is really feel those things in my body. So at the beginning of the year, I really just started to be like, okay, we're going to work at doing the somatic work. We're going to work at doing the healing within the body. And like the shifts that I have seen have been profound. And I'm not here to say that like, don't do the work in your head. That's also important. But I really think like if the only thing you take away from this is like that you start sitting with your feelings and feeling them instead of trying to run away, like it will transform your whole life and you will become so much more powerful because you'll realize like the feelings don't have to have power over me because one, I can work on the things, the way that I feel with my mindset, but also I can heal the things from the past, like the emotions that feel stuck in my body that I'm still reacting to, even though that thing happened like so many years ago. You can just sit with it. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You don't need to do this with like any kind of practitioner or therapist. Like you can just do this by yourself by just like sitting there and like breathing and like focusing on those exhales and really going inward, like into your body and just being like, okay, like where do I feel this feeling in my body? Like just being really present and like sitting with it. You're not trying to make anything happen. You're not trying to change it. You're literally just sitting with it. And if you just keep doing this, like, even in like five minutes, I guarantee that you're going to feel completely different. And it's the simplest thing, but I feel like it's the thing that's missing from so much of the work that we do is like, we're always trying to change the way that we think. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it definitely has value, but even just sitting with the feelings and learning to feel them and not try and change them, not try and master them, not try to run away from them. It's going to be the thing that changes everything. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. As always, feel free to reach out with any questions you have on Instagram. I'm at Kim.Akrig over there. And yeah, that's it for today. And I will speak to you soon.